Pacific Time here in Los Angeles. Joel Friday TV. Hey, I think we're going live now. Joel Friday TV coming up next, guys. After Hake. He's live Monday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific time. And American Anchor Baby after that. Let me just make sure that this, that I hear some, uh, that I do hear my stream. Bum, 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 bum. Pardon the complicated business, folks. I just like to confirm that I am hearing it. Bum, bum, bum. I like to make sure. Yes. Okay. Good morning, guys. It's 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time here in Los Angeles. American Anchor Baby is happening after Joelle Friday TV, who is happening after Hake Report. Thank you to jo- Jesse Lee Peterson. I'm on his network. We're on uh, his network. Uh, Going to have a loosey-goosey show. It's Wednesday, February 28th, normally the last day of the month, but tomorrow is going to be the last day of the month. A.D. 2024, a leap year. Does that mean it's Olympics year? I remember when the Olympics was something real, and now it's fake. Or was it always fake? Was it always fake? And now it's faker than ever. What do I mean by fake? Call in and ask me. Ask Hake. Hake knows fake. Um, What will we cover, though? Um... This Kansas City woman police chief, Ann Coulter, posted about it the other week. Remember that shooting after the Super Bowl? Um, The Negro crime rate per 1958 Time magazine. Is this real? I'm going to share a little bit about it with you guys. I did get bashed. I put out a clip yesterday after getting uh, trolled, harassed by anti-vaxxers. I disavow anti-vaxxers for the sake of my channel, but... I am anti-vaxxer friendly, just as I am flat earther friendly. Um, right? And we're also pro-vax friendly and baltard friendly. We love everybody, if we love anybody. Um, so I'll talk a little bit about that, because I was speaking nicely, yet fairly. I was too fair, too manly. <laughs> hey, don't flatter yourself. I was too ma- speaking too manly, manlyly. Manly-ish? About a gal, a woman, who got allegedly schmaxine injured. And they pretended like I was mocking the injured. Give me a break. I'm mocking the simps who are pretending like she's still beautiful after her, uh, her appearance has declined and her health has declined. And it may or may not be from the vax. I have no idea. Women do lie on the internet. And in real life. And so do men. Most men and all women (laughs) uh, are liars. So uh, I'll cover that. Um, And take your calls, guys, if you'd like to call in. There were some super chats that came in and some beautiful music. Starflyer 59, Work Hard Wednesday. And of course, Stephen Wiley Wednesday. It's Black History Month. (laughs) But anyway, guys. Let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, 
la la. So, how you guys doing? I am fine. I am um, wearing a JLP-related T-shirt designed by the American Anchor Baby himself. All thoughts are all lies all the time. All the time. Thoughts are are lies. I'm putting it backwards. Are lies all thought the all time. That's... And it has JLP thinking. (laughs) Nice. Right on. The theme song is trash, says Orbit 9. Well, uh, stay tuned for Friday, Orbit 9. Thank you for joining me. (laughs) Um, Nuff said, I'm convinced now, says Chase in Tejas. Awesome shirt, says Dawn. Thank you. Uh, So, um... Rebuildingtheman.com slash stores is how you can find it. It is on the uh, Society6 Jesse Lee Peterson store. Society6, okay? And I got this in large. Normally I get size medium, but maybe I need to become a man and get a large and maybe grow into it. Grow into it. And this is a, uh, I got a blue one in this time because I had a sort of greenish one. And it was a touch tight, and so it was like, fit almost like a, like, it was inside of the end of my shoulder, the uh, seam, the, you know, the sleeve seam, and I did not really like that. Hank finally bought a, sh- Hank finally bought a shirt that fits him, says Ned. Yeah, indeed I did. By the way, I am streaming on Rumble, and by the way, shout out to Tennessee, people watching me on X, shout out to Morgan72712. Went to the Capitol Conference there last night in Tennessee. Amazing. Cool. Let me, let me screenshot that. That's cool. Uh, I wear a medium too, Hake. Me at 12 years old, says <laughs> Kevin Howe, who says that Hake has a tw- the body of a 12-year-old. Kevin Howe got me. It doesn't matter how much of a nagger and a Ukraine simp that he is. A useful idiot to global homo. And we are all useful idiots because we all have that anger, evil, possessing us, turning us dumb liberals, emotional, devils fighting. It's no wonder the right wing loses. Uh, That's why all thoughts are all lies all the time. But yes, uh, so this is the one that's oftentimes if you get the 100% cotton that's supposedly like a fitted tee, I encourage you to consider getting, going a size up from what you normally do. Because oftentimes with the tri-blend, the medium's just perfect. It's just never had a problem with the tri-blend fit, except I don't like that it's not 100% cotton. This one's 100% cotton. Lin Yun Shin wears medium shirts too, and he's basically uh, black Asian Bruce Lee. Only stronger and alive. So, nice. Pro tip for the uh, t-shirts. I, there's, I'm going to have to just get some size. Move on to size large. Hake means youth medium. Okay, moving on, guys. I want to get to some calls, or at least one. You can call in. 1-888-775-3773. Joe in Phoenix, Arizona. How you doing, Joe? Appreciate you calling. Good 
morning, Hank. Morning. See if we can get see if we can get along better today. Okay. Uh, now, we've talked before in the past about Confederate monuments, yeah. Yeah. And I, I gave you an example of trying to get you to see an alternate point of view, and you rejected my Lord Cornwallis monument argument, right? Yeah, because Lord Cornwallis is not an American, but we swallowed up the Confederacy. Okay, so let's. Let's talk about um, an American. I know you don't know history, but I'm sure you've heard of Benedict Arnold, right? I have heard of that name, yeah, and I heard that he was okay. like a traitor or something. He was. But before he was a traitor, he was actually an outstanding, and I mean outstanding, officer in the Continental Army fighting against England. Fighting against who? So England. Okay. Yeah. And During fact, the American he, Revolution, is that correct? That's correct. And actually, he, he won a very significant battle. Some historians say it was a a uh, critical battle, the Battle of Saratoga in New York. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he was a colonel, so he, he was a high-ranking officer before he, before he, took, he went, went to the British. But anyway, he won a very important battle, and um, there's a monument at Saratoga now. It's, it's interesting, because it's a monument with, with a boot on it, because to in him. that battle... Say again? To him, a monument to him. No, no, no. Oh, okay. It's a monument, because in that battle, Arnold got his horse shot out from under him, and the mm. horse fell on his leg and, and broke his leg. Okay. So there's a monument of a boot there to commemorate that battle. And the monument says, you know, to an outstanding soldier <laughs> in, this critical, in, to, in, in this critical battle yeah. of, of the Revolutionary War. But it does not mention his name. Yeah. But it's everybody, people who know, know it's him? Um, historians know, yeah, but the average person would have no clue Yeah, who, whose boot that is. Yeah. Now, the, when, when the guy who did the monument was asked about that, he said, listen, I wanted, I wanted to honor the battle because it was so important, but I did not want to honor the man. Because when he was passed over for a promotion, Arnold went over to the British, and in doing so, he tried to hand over West Point to the British. I'm sure you've heard of West Point, yeah? Yeah, West Point is that college where people go military school type stuff. Correct, correct. So Benedict Arnold, Arnold, Arnold tri tried to surrender that to the British? Correct, but his plan got, got discovered before he, he, he could do so. And that's when he fled to the British and fought and then returned to fight against Americans, to keep Americans in slavery. Hmm. I, wonder, I wonder what the real story is on him. Continue. Well, the real story is, you know, he was very clear, but listen, he was passed over for, for promotion, even though he had a lot of wins in yeah. battles and was a, a long-serving guy, and he was very disgruntled and angry about being passed over, so he said, screw this, I'm, I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. Sorry, his, his wife. <laughs> yeah, sorry, kid. His <laughs> wife, his, his wife was, was already British to begin with. Ah. Uh. So, yeah. You, you shall not marry women of other nations and follow after their gods. <laughs> <laughs> That's a God in the Bible told the Israelites, something like that. <laughs> but anyway, um, I hope you, you can see the parallel between him not wanting to honor Arnold and black people like myself not wanting to honor the Confederacy. I don't quite, I do not quite see that parallel. Mm. I. I, um, I encourage blacks to get over the slavery thing because it wasn't personal. 
and it wasn't racial. You know, it turned oh, it turned it turned into like a, a racial distraction, of course, because Satan plays on the mind of of both uh, the whites and the blacks, and the devil tempts you to um, tempts you to uh, take extra umbrage over a uh, a perceived attack upon your quote unquote community or your quote unquote people, and so and knowing. The old school Americans who knew that to be a temptation, they, that was why they were doing the segregation thing in part. That was well, a big part of why there was a segregation. That's how you want us to do it. That's yeah. fine. I mean, it's, it's tr- isn't it true that, that when, when, when you have a, differ, a differing opinion with a member of your family, that's bad enough. But then you have a differing opinion with somebody who uh, looks different, you're going you're gonna to start um, attacking each other based, quote-unquote, based on each other's looks and, and say, oh, you're just treating me this way because I'm black or you're just treating me this way because I'm white. So that's a temptation from the uh, imagination and a s- added suspicion. It breeds division. And the communists know that. Mm-hmm. I think it's possible for the simple-minded James, but slavery was far more than just difference of opinion. But anyway, at I mean, anyway. at the bottom of it, it was a, it was a business. It was business. Oh, we agree on that. It was absolute all about all about economy. Absolutely. Yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a, an attack on the blacks. It was. Some people argued that it was worse for the whites than it was for the blacks. No, we disagree on that. In I certain ways. Think, I, don't, I don't think there would be any substantive evidence for that. But Are blacks... You can, are, you can believe it with what you want. As a result of slavery, blacks being in America, are they better off being in America than they would be in, in, a, in Africa? I know it's a theoretical, and you, can't, you can just go into your imagination, but they're doing okay in America. James, you do realize that they were free blacks from day one here in America. Yeah, I mean, they were slave owners themselves, but they were doing okay in America. My point is that they didn't have to be slaves to come to America to be free and do well here. But they they got, they brought, they were brought over here free of charge. They didn't have to go through the pain of, of, (laughs) free of charge. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't have to go through the the pain of immigration and all that stuff. Yes, they're Anyway, um, Oh, so my point is, to get back to your question, uh, no, no, love, love, love your, the Southerners. The Southerners did not hate the blacks. The, the slave, the people who defended slavery did not necessarily hate the blacks. And it was not based on... Uh, they didn't have to hate the blacks, James, to defend or promote a system that benefited them and marginalized and destroyed an entire group of people. Slavery is not necessarily destructive, though. There is, well, there not, is a... Agree on that. I know, but there's a right and a wrong way to do something. So the, uh, slavery can be done in a right way where you're enslaved, you're, but you're treated fairly, and then uh, after such and such amount of time, you can purchase your freedom or whatever. Maybe seven years, we do the jubilee thing, kind of like biblical tradition. Seven-year jubilee... Some people I get that were lifelong, uh, lifelong enslaved, and 
I'm not sure about that. I don't really have a big opinion because I wasn't there. I don't know the situation. I haven't really looked into it. That Benjamin Franklin was actually an indentured servant for a period of time also. Nice. Uh, That's why he was a man of... That's why he was a man of character. (laughs) I chuckle as I say that because people pretend like he was this perverted person like people are today. And maybe he was, but I don't know. There's some evidence for that. But he was somewhat... Didn't he have like a book of practicing... uh, things to uh, instill discipline in himself? Poor Richard's almanac, yeah. yeah. I'm actually a, a Franklin fan. The guy was a fascinating and led a fascinating life, but um, like all people, there are pros and cons to the guy, but my point of bringing of up his indentured, his indentured servitude is that he, he fought every day of his life to escape that. People don't want to be slaves. And an I get that. Servit- of course. Indentured servitude is basically one half a step up from slavery. I mean, at least you were considered a human being, but still, you were basically in slavery. A slave is still considered a human being. I don't know where you guys, about guys get this emotional, like it has nothing to do with anything type of thing. People knew that and they were the blacks were human legally, beings. No, they did not. Legally, yeah, they, did. they were not. Human then why did they speak they English not. to them? How can you speak English to somebody who's not even a human being, and they speak English back to you? If you don't have basic. Human rights, you're not considered a human being, James. No. Slaves had no rights at all. Human rights, is a, home, human rights is a fake idea. What do you mean, human rights? They had zero agency, zero control over their lives. Literally, they could, they could be bought and sold like chattel. Right. That is not a human being. That's a human being. That's a human being who lacks to, freedom. To, to be owned. That's a human being who lacks freedom. <sighs> Anyway, um, life, the Old Testament, the Old Testament, and, and the New you Testament. At any moment, what? Your life could be taken away from you at any moment, and it would be totally legal. That's not having a human life, James. That is being a piece of. Property. I don't know. How, I don't know how uh, how true that is, and how much that happened. As I said, there were good and evil slave owners. If it happened once, it was too many times. But listen, we're, well, we're there's people. There's there's always been murder. I think there's legally, and illegally, I said. How, how about legal, legal murder of children today? That's happening way more commonly than, uh, no, than the not slavery. I'm trying to change the subject. No, I'm not changing the subject. You're, you're calling yeah. out something that's evil, uh, that mm-hmm. was supposedly evil back then, and ignoring the evil of today that Obama supported and stuff like that. Not to get <laughs> off track, but... Yeah, bring, bring Obama into it. Because Obama is an obvious evil person, and you don't seem to know that. You think I just hate him because he's black. But uh, they, they even talk about how to, in the Bible, they even talk about the right and wrong way to punish your slaves and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, which, you know, the, I... Uh, there were slaves in Africa. 100%. They were sold into slavery. Uh, slavery or slavery, slavery anywhere is evil and bad things. Like not always. Here, There's right? a, there always. are. Always. Why you were um, you're a Gen Xer, right? Barely, yeah. Yeah, you're so so you're almost a boomer, maybe Gen X or something like that. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, I was taught in school, and it's also common sense to know that there were good and bad slave owners, some who treated them just in sense. Matters, uh, you know, you're talking about levels of, of degree of good and bad within a uh, whole system that was evil to begin with. The world is Doesn't evil. Doesn't matter. And going going back to Obama, James, if there's a president who cut the deficit seventy five percent, cut unemployment in half, um, 
had record funding for the VA, had record stock market performance, and he was a white Republican, you, you would be singing his praises every day. No, because I'm not into any of those things that you rattled off. Those are all impressive, very impressive achievements that he did. That was losing 400,000 jobs every single month. But you talk out of both sides of your mouth. What are you talking about? Because you said that the Fed controls the economy, not the president. <laughs> Didn't you? I mean, the Fed controls the economy, yes. Right. So, but the, the things I rattled off, those are things that are, are affected by the president, especially the deficit. Whatever. Just facts and reality, James. No, it's now, not reality, man. <laughs> it's selective facts to just kiss up to... Do you like Obama because he's mixed? I like Obama because he cut the deficit by 75%, cut unemployment in half, record stock market performance, all the things I, I, I just named. Those are impressive feats. So nothing, when, you know, so he was an immoral person who divided the country, and you just want to ignore that that's stuff. That's nonsense. I like Bush, too, and he's a white guy, so. You know, I, I, I think Bush did a good job under very difficult circumstances, too. So you're an establishment guy. Not a think-for-yourself guy, I not am, an independent I am a, I am a guy who goes on, on what they actually achieve, not skin color or any other nonsense. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> now, uh, I, know on, I, know, I know I've been on a while, so I don't want to take up too much time, but I do want to say, did you see that? I was telling you before that I don't think Trump's trials are going to happen before the election. Two will definitely not. The one in Georgia and... Um, the Mar-a-Lago case by Jack Smith. Those those two have been, have been delayed so much. They probably won't, won't even start till late in the year. However, the one in New York, the Alvin Bragg one, could, and they've already scheduled the the um, election interference with interference with um, Jack Smith. They scheduled that one for the beginning in late March. So that's going to be really interesting to see what happens there. Huh. Well, good luck with that. I'm not involved, so I, I don't need luck. I'm, I'm just watching. Yeah, you seem more, far more interested in these phony things than I do, than I am. Oh, phony. Yeah, because you, you, you have, you have all this there. phony interest we'll in Obama's supposed accomplishments and all this phony interest in Trump's phony supposed interest. crimes. James, you know what? I mean, you, you can live in fantasy world all you want to, but facts actually matter. matter. <laughs> no, the truth matters, man. You have only your cherry-picked facts in order to deceive people. Sucker. I think that's your whole MO, James. <laughs> What's my it whole really MO? Is. What's my whole MO? You cherry-pick things and you, do, you leave things out and you want to push a narrative and that's your whole thing. You I, pu- I, push, I push big picture <laughs> truth, man. Big well, picture truth. Again, we want a united country. We don't want to uh, appease black anger, fa- black false anger over slavery and uh, hating whites and imaginary racism. Big picture truth. Obama was, was the worst president that we've had in my lifetime. Very destructive, very uh, lying, and uh, very bad on the economy. He was destroying the economy in a whole lot of ways. Obamacare and oh my all that stuff. And then... Uh, and then um, Trump, our best president, and you want to pretend make, like he's make, this criminal. You make, these, 
you, you make these pronouncements, but you have no facts to back it up. You just and you, you want when I because I have the truth. On, it's I, obvious truth to anybody no with truth. sight. Okay, James. Uh, Obama. And You're Hillary a blind person. An economy losing four hundred thousand jobs a month. Eight years later, he can't. Blah blah blah. He was on the same side. Three hundred thousand jobs a month. Blah blah that, blah. How is that ruining the economy? That's not. You, you, that's not his you credit. You don't want facts. You don't want facts. You don't want evidence. Because you, those you, aren't actual. That's not the truth. Because he's black, and that that is it. See, now you're just making up stuff. You have no facts to back up the notion that <laughs> I, I hate Trump, that, Obama, because he's black. You, that, 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 that you couldn't even dispute. Because I don't care about facts. those fat, those piddly facts. Everybody knew that the economy was bad piddly under facts. Obama. It was the worst recovery from a recession perhaps ever, or something like that. One straight month of economic blah blah growth. blah. It has nothing That's to do with reality. anything. He's part of the That's same. Reality. He's part of the same crew as George W. Bush, who was cozying up to Big you. Mama Michelle like it, like she was his grandma. Okay. You're well, phony. You, you again, fall for the you phony politicians it, like Obama, you want to like, in like George W. Bush. You fall for the phony politicians, and then you hate the one true man, Donald J. Trump, you never who's want solid. Never once heard say I hate Trump. Yes, you do hate Trump. Never once heard say I hate if Trump. If you falsely I, accuse I, him I of crimes, is that love? Falsely accused. That's what the whole legal system is about. You're falsely accusing him of crime. They have to prove. They have to <laughs> prove it, James. They have to prove it. And you think he was wor- He was not a good president. He was a uniter. He was, he was a horrible president. See? Hater. Didn't build the walls. Didn't cut yes, taxes he did. for the, the vast majority of people. He didn't have to. Did not repeal and replace the ACA. He tried to, but John McCain, the rhino, uh, hated him. Did you... Did you did you condemn John McCain for being a turncoat over that? I have problems with McCain that predates. Did you condemn? Could you, did you condemn Senate. McCain for uh, backstabbing Trump? No, not, not at all. Then you because then you don't then your then your phony complaint about repeal and replace Obamacare is a fake complaint. You didn't even believe in repealing Obamacare, James. See, exposed, McCain. exposed. exposed. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> go ahead. McCain, McCain did what he did because he's a politician too. Yeah, a phony. Well, I really, really do not. A like resentful, hate-filled phony who hates Trump and Trump supporters. Well, again, well, I, I mean, he's I dead. With, Rest I in peace. With, with, with McCain Although before I that, and I had a big, big problem with McCain, so it's hard for me to be objective there. Yeah, because he's a rhino from Arizona. All you guys elect are rhinos and Democrats. Shame no, on you. Again, Shame I, on I work, you. <laughs> I worked with him on, on some committees, and yeah. he was not a good person, in my opinion. I knew it. That's just my, my experience with, with McCain. Not surprised to hear it. Um, but that's just, just you know, my opinion of the guy. Yeah. That doesn't, doesn't mean I'm right. Um, but we'll see. I mean, again, James, either you believe in the legal system with Trump. And I do not believe in the legal system. The legal system that's is... very un-American of you. No, it's not. It's quite American. Either we have laws, a world of laws, or we don't. Right, and we don't enforce our laws evenly. We selectively enforce our, we, we being the uh, American uh, system, selectively enforces the laws against Trump and his supporters. And the whites. Well, you really do feel, feel under attack, don't you? I don't feel under attack. I'm t- I said the whites. I'm not, I'm not under legal trouble yet. <laughs> you want me to be. Because you hate but the whites. 
But you're a part of the whites, right? No. You're not? No. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And you, but do you the whites know, do the whites have the rights? Do the whites have the rights? Everyone has the rights here in America. Not really. Not in oh, America dear. today. Under under uh, Joe from Phoenix, Arizona's America, you communist, because you support the destruction <laughs> of the freedom of the white speech. I love being communist. I really do. I think but, it's hysterical. Well, because you're a communist, you fall for oh. the you fall for the uh, racism lie, the the slavery lie, victimhood stuff, the condemning of the beautiful South, the beautiful Confederate. Uh, people who are your brothers, and James, I bring facts and evidence. You want to call me names, and that's okay. But you don't now, bring is, you don't bring pertinent facts and pertinent evidence. Uh, according to you, you bring distracting and that, facts and distracting okay. evidence to deceive intellectuals, fellow intellectuals who are not intelligent. <laughs> intellectuals, There's yeah. a guy who who doesn't even believe in college and went to do the Pacific. Of, I believe in. Right? I don't. You shouldn't believe in college. You should s- you should go to college if you if you uh, see value in it, but if you don't see value in it, you shouldn't just blindly go to college. Yeah, until you need a doctor or something, right? And then then you're all for it. Do you know that there's sometimes value in college, but not always? Of course, it depends on what you study. Exactly, that's my point. So we agree. Yeah, so then you're Good. you're so, you're so we found you're some, condemning some, some me. Common ground. Good. Yeah, but common ground with 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 the truth, not with your distracting lies, pretending that college is this great thing when it's a communist indoctrination. Well, we disagree on that. Well, what was your major <laughs> again? I'm I'm curious. Art with an emphasis in graphic design. How could you study art and not understand history better? Because I didn't do fine art, I wanted to st- emphasize graphic design. That way I didn't have to study so much art history. I didn't have to write, and I didn't have to end up teaching. I could just design CD covers. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I've been on a long time, so I'll uh, let yeah. you go. All right. You have a good day, James. You as well. Bye. Bye. Creepy Joe. Nah. No, Yeah. Sleepy Joe. We'll call him we'll call him Sleepy Joe and Crooked Joe Biden Crooked Joe. Manuel Manuel in California is on the line. What's up, Trump uh Manuel Manuel, how you doing? Good, you? Or well, sorry. Doing fine, thank you. Um man, that Joe, he's something else. <laughs> yeah. Um when he was talking about how Obama was the best or did the best for the economy and all that. Like, it's so crazy. Like the, the numbers are out there. All you have to do is go look at the stock market. He was in office for eight years and he only rate, he raised the market by 40 to 45% from eight years of being in office. And it took him six years just to break 20%. You go to Trump in four years, he doubled the market 100% profit. On the market, he went from 16000 to 32000 on the Dow. And you go and look at Obama, it went from twelve to eighteen. It's about 50%, but it's, it's nothing close. I remember they were fiddling with cooking the books, or I remember hearing, because I don't understand a lot of this stuff, and I don't pay that much attention, because you know, I have my job. 
but they were they were kind of cooking the books with regard to the unemployment numbers. They stopped counting people who just dropped out of the uh, quit looking for a job as among the unemployed. And then they added like part-time jobs and stuff. A whole lot of people who were working full-time had to downgrade to part-time under Obamacare because Obamacare, Obama, more like Obama doesn't care because the socialist, uh, the socialist health insurance scam imposed by Obamacare was making it, they were trying to force employers to cover the health, so-called health insurance, medical insurance for employees who were working full-time. So a whole, all kinds of stuff was going on. Yeah, well, inflation too, you know, like the price of fuel was like over $3 all the way up to 4 something back yeah. when Obama was in office. So yeah, it was, it was, be, it was like all, below 2 before him, right? Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I remember, well, anyway. What good does it, the stock market do people? Well, it just kind of shows you what your money's valued at. Like, money's not real if you right. really break it down. Debt is where the money's at. But anyways, you have buying power when the market's good. Well, like, when inflation's high, you have less buying power. Like, it takes you, like, when Obama or Trump was in office, it would take you $2 to get a gallon. Where Obama was in office, it took you 4 to $5. Same, same as it is now. Yeah. So five, si- is- I'm seeing 5 6 $7. A gallon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, like, you have less buying power, so then your the economy isn't doing good. Yeah, the, maybe the numbers look decent, but yeah. you're, you're, the numbers aren't there. Obama was like, pushing, he was, pu- he, one of the first things he did, he pushed the Lily Ledbetter thing about anti-discrimination, some anti-discrimination law for women, so-called working, because they're trying to get equal, this phony thing like equal pay for equal work, as though women do the same work that men do, which is not true. Right. <laughs> they don't. Yeah. I work for a couple of welders, and it's like a complete waste of time. I would like literally walk off job sites if they put me with them because yeah. I got to do more of the work. Yep. They're not going to be able to come even close to doing what a man can do. Yeah. You can try, like, that's fine. But don't expect to be like patted on your back for for someone else helping you do a job. Like I would have to run jobs on my own, and they bring a woman on. It's like, okay, why do I gotta watch her? She should be able to do it herself, right? I think he was never gonna work. Was Obama pushing girls in the wrong bathrooms in schools too? Like uh, the transgender stuff in schools and prisons, uh, making the taxpayers pay for transgender reassignment surgery for in prisons and military and stuff. He repealed Don't Ask, sure. Don't Tell and, and brought in Ask, Tell, and Be Proud in the military. So sick. Right. I'm not too sure. I was kind of like around that time I was, I was working a lot, you know, I was traveling and yeah. I never really paid attention to uh, uh, politics then. But now, you know, I'm starting to pay attention to it because I see like, wow, I was blind to all this. I could have been helping or fighting against all this. One of the first things Obama did was uh, fund abortions with the Mexico City policy. Fund abortions overseas or out of the country. Wow. And uh, Joe from Phoenix will call in, and, and uh, he calls in sometimes when I cite that fact and say, it wasn't just abortions, it was other medical stuff too. Why are we funding any, any medical stuff overseas? We shouldn't be doing that. Globalist socialism. Oh, yeah. And he, and then oh, yeah. he said, "Oh, if my daughters make a make a mistake, I don't want them punished with a baby. Punished with a baby. 
make a mistake. He was for he was for uh, age appropriate so so called age appropriate, which is a communist buzzword, um, weasel word, uh, sex education, meaning push the uh, the LGBTIQ and sex out of wedlock on uh, on children. What a dirty person, sick person. Yeah. A whole lot of that stuff accelerated. It was a long time coming. It's not just him. The culture is corrupt, and the culture of especially dumb young people were all for the stuff that Obama was about. So it's not just one man, but he was uh, an example of, of the evil. Obama turned our military gay, says Bobby Blanco. I got out in 2009, thank God. Yeah, he totally did. Because Clinton had... Clinton allowed gays in the military, but said, don't ask, don't tell. Before that, we didn't let them in. You couldn't, you couldn't do that. And then Clinton's all, oh, well, don't ask, don't tell, because Clinton was also pro-gay. He was, for, he was not for the people. He was for the degeneracy. Clinton, the liar, yeah. another liar. <laughs> it's just it's a lack of accountability in society. They've taught children and us to, like, avoid accountability at all costs, just like Joey. Like, yeah. I get it, you know, like we wanted a black president, but he just did do a good job. Yeah. Take the accountability, be done with it. It's not like we hate the guy. It's just like, yo, he did his best, just like Trump. I have my bickers with Trump, you know, like he changed yeah. the tax code to where like everyone used to be able to long for him, 1099. Okay. But then he changed the tax code to where like W-2 is separate and 1099 separate. You can't long for him. Everyone can't long for him, only 1099. Oh, and, and that was Trump. It was Trump's doing or was it... Uh... Was that IRS independent of Trump, or was it was it a law that he signed? What it, what was that? Um, don't quote me on all that. I just kind of um, I think what I got out of it was that they were bitching at him about how he how um, he uses tax code loopholes, which everyone can. Yeah. And so what he did, like, okay, you all want to bitch about it? I'll change Sorry, it. Kids. Only ten ninety nine can do this now, because wow. that's how I used to do my taxes before. Because I've always ten ninety nine. And then um, when they change that, it's like, it, it's all right. It's whatever. You know, if you want to go work for somebody, that's your own deal. You pay your taxes. Where I, I don't do it that way. I'm 1099. I create the money. I don't pay taxes. That's 1099 is kind of like independent contractor. Right. Yeah. You get paid cash and then you pay your taxes quarterly. Afterwards. And this and that. Okay. Yeah. Right. But you're creating the money. He who creates the money won't be taxed. That's uh, what people are like. Tax the rich. Tax the rich. It's right. possible. Yeah. Because you're creating value. That's what you mean by creating money. Right. Every time they add in tax, like my rental stuff, you know, like, oh, we're going to charge you guys 10% more for blah, blah, blah. All I'm going to do is pass that tax onto my renter. Why am I going to pay that? Right. I'm creating the money. You know, it just gets passed down when they're like, oh, we're going to tax the rich, we're going to give them an extra 10% on their earnings. All we're going to do is raise the price of everything by 10% and make you pay for it. Yep. As if the government is better, it's, it spends the money more wisely that they, that they take, that they arguably, some people call it steal, uh, take some, take other people's money and use it more wisely. Yeah, right. They don't not, you, have you seen government workers lately? <laughs> All right. Well, or ever? Give people money. Yeah, we used to have a, a guy that came by the shop and he was a bum and he'd work and he got disability also because he was crazy and he would just go spend that money on hookers and drugs. Wow. And that's my tax dollar. You know, like, why am I going to pay the government taxes for this? And so that's why I'm like strictly believe in like 
working for yourself, 1099, because I don't want to pay taxes to the government. Yeah. I will do anything to avoid paying taxes to the government. Yeah, I mean, not gonna the government, the government doesn't, what, can you name one good thing that the government does? Um, screw things up. They're pretty good at that. <laughs> yeah. Because they're not, they're not doing their job. They're not, no. uh, they're not enforcing the border. That's one of the main things. They're not doing tariffs on trade to uh, to make money from uh, these all these imports, right? And they're uh, they're making it harder for um, fr- business freedom. They're making business freedom harder. I mean, they're impo- imposing on businesses freedom to do business. They are right. imposing on people's freedoms of speech and uh, carrying guns. That was another issue with Obama. He, was, he wanted to blame the guns and, and not the people. And he wanted to yeah. divide the races and pretend that uh, this racism was real against blacks. It's not. Yeah. All their, Trump like, got rid of crazy. a lot of that. He, he brought in some, some boomer common sense. It was very refreshing. Right. Well, instead of just, like, beating around the bush and lying, you know, he just got to the point and straightforward. Right. Know? That's what I like, and then, like, it's so crazy right here, we'll complain about that. Like, everyone acts like they want to be told or hurt or hear what they need to be told. Yeah. But whenever you tell them the truth, they don't like it. Yeah. That's so true, man. He was just a man. He was manly. He just yeah. spoke the truth as he saw it, and that was so refreshing. And even if you disagreed with him on, on things, you knew what he was thinking because he said what he was thinking. Right. There was no, like, okay, let's decipher what was said. Right. <laughs> what a mess. Right on. I'll let you get going. Thank you, uh, Manuel in California. Take care. You too. Bye. Whew. Okay. Um, let me cover this before I get back to calls. You can call in one eight 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 seven seven five three seven seven three. Remember I covered this schmack scene injury? Months ago, it was like a unremar- relatively unremarkable story. Probably many of you do not remember it. But on October 11th, 2023 AD, at the end of the show, I did a quick little six, seven minute uh, segment talking about this smack scene, alleged smack scene, smack scene injury. I'm still in Nick's word. I don't know if it's real or not. I don't know if this is a real story. This woman on Twitter, this gal on Twitter, probably not a Christian, doesn't act very Christian, I'll tell you that much. Tabitha Goldbaum, gal. She stated, and I found it a remarkable situation, so I I have pictures of this uh, Tabitha uh, Hassan. This gal shows this before and after picture. And I'm censoring a whole lot of it because she's making these claims that I cannot confirm. And we all know that the evil platforms don't like such claims being made. Uh, I'm speaking in the... They don't like conservatives and independent thinkers and and others to make claims that uh, they, they, they disavow. So I disavow it for the sake of my channels, right? And I think I made that obvious in the other 
segment that I did on this. This is October 8th, 2023. This woman tweeted this out on October 11th. I covered it. Before the Schmoman, sh- Moderna, Schmaxine, I had a nice body, she said. Had muscles, worked out five, six day- times a week, weekly hikes, uh, ran, did yoga. I called it yoga. I lost 30 pounds fully. And so since the two Schmoderna, Schmaxines, and in my face, you can definitely see the difference. Same smile, but my face is caved in now, she says. And all I did in my segment was agree with her. I described her, you could call it colorfully. I said, oh, she looks so much more decrepit now. I was agreeing with her that she, she looks different. And I don't know that what she claims is true because she's making claims and I don't know. I don't know her from Eve. Uh, I can't gain weight at all. First picture, and she has two pictures side by side. First picture, short hair, 2020. And it's this young gal who looks like she could be like my niece. Relatively young looking, you know. Uh, 20s, 30s, you know. And then second pic, beginning of 2022, after the, I guess after those two uh, schmack scenes. And, like I said, skin was saggy and um, just looks like my aunt, an older gal. You know, might be in, might be in like an old 30s and a rough living aged 30s, which is what I believe she is. I don't think she's in her 40s yet. She's not even 40 yet. But, uh, and it's a more of a stark coloring in this picture, too. The first picture, it's all kind of softened, maybe. But I don't know. She said, please do not get these machines. They are highly dangerous. Ex- exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. And so she got a whole bunch of attention, and I saw it, and I was like, wow, this is remarkable. She, I looked into her bio, her purported bio, what she says, what she claims about herself. A mother, a survivor of two machines. I do not endorse products or merchandise for the schmaxine injured. My opinions are my own, she says. That's false. Your opinions are not your own. Your opinions are not your own. FYI. But anyway. um, So I described her and I said that people in the replies were lying to her. Saying, oh, you're still beautiful. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't say that. She's, you know, I would mildly attractive. Like my aunt, mildly attractive. My niece, definitely younger, and you can tell. There's more like youthful life and collagen. And collagen, I guess, is what makes your skin not sag and look old and wrinkled and stuff. But she's going through it, quite apparently. And I gave credence to that. I covered it uh, because... It may be true what she's claiming, right? It may be true. It may not be also. And I, of course, said it's very rare because they, that's what you're supposed to say. It's very rare. I heard that the mainstream media admits and the mainstream science admits that very rarely people can get injured or ha- suffer issues from the, these schmack scenes. This is from the China virus, right? 
supposedly. And who knows? Who really knows? I don't know. I'm not going to just take this gal's word for it. Like I said, women lie. People on the internet lie. Not accusing her of lying, although she did lie about me. Or she was mistaken about me. She's just listening to the devil about me. Because she's pretending she and her followers went after Hake in the middle of Hake's show the other day, yesterday. Saying, uh, what? How's my stream been, guys? Press 1 if it's been great. Press 2 if it's been kind of awful. Press 3 if it's been a little iffy at times. Even just a little bit of buffering here and there. Let me know if it's been a 3. Because I can't... I'm not seeing it streaming well on my iPad, but that could be my bad Wi-Fi connection or something. But I'm... I was fair... And then I protected myself, quite obviously. I was quite sarcastic about the scared woman-led CDC. I'm like, everyone should get the vaccines, including babies, like the, like the CDC says. Babies, six months old, everybody, get it. <laughs> Delighted to be here, asks, maybe she has a tape or... Well, she said that she walks like she has ALS, which is, I think, Lou Gehrig's disease, um, MS, multiple sclerosis, and something else. And... Uh, she said I was snide. I was not snide. I'm so nice. But I'm also a little bit more honest than some are used to. And so these people, I don't know if they, they seemed to think that I was uh, doubting that, that, they, that anybody could ever be injured. When I said that you could be, I said it's very rare and they're like, it's not rare. Look at this one girl who was in the test, who was 19, who got it for people like you. She didn't get it for people like me. She, got the, she, took, she was part of the testing. This purported gal was part of the testing of the vax. And allegedly, according to this person, I don't know if it's true. Did I get it? I saw a fly right here. I don't think I got it. <laughs> uh... She cropped out her horns. Fake victim. It's still following you, says Nick. <laughs> um, there's a fly in the, in the room. Hake brings flies. I can be like those Africans who can put up with it. Um, you're getting Mike Pence. <laughs> yeah, Mike Pence got a fly on him. Um... I forgot where I was, but I said they're lying to her. And part of that is because I have this ongoing theme in my show of this, what Gregatron pointed out, kiss-up culture. This kissing up. Oh, you're still beautiful. Well, maybe she's a kind soul, but there's a definite downgrade. And don't say, hey, you're still beautiful. Unless you really think so, but... I'd say she's mildly attractive. Even in her apparent illness. Whatever that illness is. But they're trying to say, oh, hey, so Hake is saying he wants us to troll her. I said, no, I always say, don't harass her. Don't harass her. <laughs> Unless you're Brandon M., which I don't think Brandon M. has been able to catch Hake's show lately. <laughs> Do not harass her, guys and gals. 
but she quote tweeted some woman who somehow they came across my blog post. Maybe they searched Tabitha Goldbaum on Google and my blog post came up from my uh, thehakereport.com. My blog post from that months old thing. So I didn't sick anybody. I don't think one of you bothered her, but they're all of a sudden bothered and they want to come bother me. And then I reply to them and then I get blocked. <laughs> We're having a conversation and then I get blocked. One of them got really dirty and filthy, just vulgar. Male, a male saying, you're mocking the vaccine injured. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I, they show me this one. They sh- show me this uh, date and a link to my blog post, one of them. I'm like, oh, that gal. So I make the, uh, I clip this segment and I put it out. I, ca- I did not call her, u- effectively calling her ugly, accusing us of lying to her, calling her beautiful, effectively calling her ugly. I didn't call her that. That's your mind. And I'm not mocking her appearance. I'm not being snide about it. I'm giving credence to her whole reason for showing the before and after. She showed it because it's a stark difference. Youthful, youthful, beautiful, maybe Jewish gal, Tabitha Goldbaum, right? And then older, more decrepit looking, affected physically by something. And it may be that. And I covered it in part because I warn you guys to uh, do what you see. Don't just blindly trust anybody. Not the anti-vaxxers, not the pro-vaxxers. Take care of yourselves. Because this may be true what she's saying, but it may not be. Anyway. um, So they blocked me. (laughs) just aged, but that's in two years' time. <laughs> Nick says she's just aged. Uh, and you know, the, another quick point. Quick point, and then I'll get to uh, a quick call before the break. Lin Yen Chin, salute, sir. Um, this victimhood thing, because she's a mother. I don't know if she's married or what. She claimed to be a victim of domestic violence. This is her, her Twitter profile from back in October when I covered it. She had 5,600 followers, and now she has like nine, almost 10,000 followers. And uh, also from Los Angeles. Hey. And she like offered to be on my show or other supposed injured people to be on my show. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't respond to that. I'm like, I don't know if I want to cover that. It's, it's not my shtick. We all know that that happens. And you got to be careful. She claimed to be a a victim of DV, domestic violence, and said that her brother was murdered or something like that by gangsters before she got her shots. And she got her shots, I guess, because she thought that it was going to be help people or protect people or something like that. You know, she's, I don't, she may not have been an independent, such an independent thinker, Beforehand, I don't know. And I, who knows what the truth is. But, my point, real quick. Watch your attitude about what you got to go through. Because your attitude can bring you down. A broken spirit dries the bones. 
but a cheerful heart is good like a medicine. That's one of the Bible verses that I learned as a kid. <laughs> my mom made me memorize my mom made me memorize it on these three by five cards. A cheerful heart is good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. And so I encourage the ladies, don't identify with your body or your beauty. That was m- one of my points that I made, and that was one of my motivations because it was pretty, a pretty stark difference. Or, and, and even the functions, because this gal said she has inflammation in her wrist, it's hard to function and all that. She did it to protect you, hey? <laughs> and they assumed that I took the vax. I, I do not disclose my vax status. It's not your business. <laughs> and they assumed that I was pro-vax or something like that, that I was doubting the uh, people who say that, that people get injured from it. I don't believe it, and I don't disbelieve it. I, it's quite possible. It's not my shtick. It's not my, what I'm into. But, but keep a good attitude and a can-do attitude. Don't baby yourself. And don't let other people baby you. <laughs> she wants these, she'd rather have these people lie to her then someone tell the truth to her and, and cover her and give her good, good press. I was giving her good press. Her whole identity is victimhood. Yeah, that's, that's the woman thing. These gals, they don't belong pushing, um, pushing uh, politics. Even to, quote-unquote, protect kids, to protect one another, or medical freedom, all that. They do it wrong. Gals and simps were in my replies and harassing me and inciting harassment on me. (laughs) I know I'm using woman words, but hey, got to play the game. And then they ended up being the ones who blocked me. Even the guy who got all vulgar with me, he did some vulgar, nasty uh, Photoshop of me. I blocked him. And then I saw the replies, and then I unblocked him and told him I unblocked him. And then he's all, forget you. (laughs) And she said, uh, waning, I I brought up, hey, ladies, and everybody, don't identify with your waning beauty, your waning physical ability. You are not your body. That way you don't get depressed identifying with something that's not, that's fleeting. Isn't that a nice message? But she took it wrong and took it as though I'm not truly a supporter of her cause. Because I'm a supporter of the cause of the people who uh, don't want this imposed on people. I don't want it imposed on people. And she's a Trump supporter, by the way. She calls herself MAGA, according to her. So, that's that. Thank you guys for bearing with me through that. Um, One last quick point. Division. Division. These people, they should, I'm their best friend. Well, not their best friend, but I'm, we should be friends, not devils fighting. Not devils fighting. We're on each other's side, really. Trump supporters, most, most of us, uh, including the ones who blocked me, uh, skeptical of the establishment narratives um, for freedom, including so-called medical freedom. 
but they just want to infight and bash and a- falsely assume and alienate and pretend like I'm the bad guy for being playing too rough, being too honest <laughs> about uh, anyway. Nice. Shout out to the uh, alienated anti-vaxxers. I know we're past the top of the hour, but I did promise to get to a call before the break. Joel Friday TV is coming up. Joel, are you scheduled? Mark in Los Angeles is on the line. Mark, thanks for calling and holding there. How are you doing? Oh, good. Thanks for taking the call. Um, first of all, I, I hate to do this. You know, when you, when you have Fannie Willis's illegitimate son from Phoenix on and you give him 25 minutes to spout his poison, yeah. <clears throat> it's hard for me to counter it because i got to wait 30 minutes to get on. Not yeah. your fault, but you give that clown way too much time. It's your show. I'm, I'm not telling you how to run it. But that's, um, what do they call it, um, corrective criticism or whatever. The guy's a liar. He lied about the, social, uh, the stock market. That's- Trump said the only reason the stock market is holding on is because they're anticipating a Trump victory in November. Yeah, now, and you know the, what? The stock market is not reflective of how people are doing, you know? How people well, are doing right now, so, although the stock market is doing somewhat okay right now, supposedly, it's the people are, well, the people are, many people are still spoiled, comfortable slaves, but people don't have their freedom, their money's not worth anything, hardly, and it's well, a mess. Well, I agree, but, but it's, and there's still crime. Talking, it's, it's still a talking, port, uh, talking point for Satan's children. Yeah. You know, they'll come out and say, look how good the stock market is. Let's thank Joe Biden. And, and the it, reality is, this is, by, this is Obama's third term. And yeah, Obama, yeah, yeah. I, I disagree with you on one small point. Okay. To me, to me, Biden is the worst president in my lifetime. And it's only because uh, the devil himself, Obama, is pulling the string. He's telling what that demented, what, he's telling the demented idiot president what to do, and it's to destroy America. Yeah, I he mean, has nothing. Biden, Bidenomics equals inflation. Um, he opened the border. He's breaking our country financially. He's flooding. Well, the cities, the blue cities are being flooded by these demons, and it's causing financial problems. So Biden has nothing that he's accomplished on the positive. Nothing. Zippo, zero. And that includes the stock market. It's only because the stock market is waiting for Trump to take power and bring normalcy back. Another lie that the snake from Phoenix told you is that he never said he hated Trump. Play the tape back from last week. He said he hated Trump. He used that, those very words. Oh, really? You correct, <laughs> yeah, you corrected him on it. And then he said, well, I just strongly dislike him. Oh, He's a snake. really? I, mean, <laughs> I remember. I, can, uh, I do. But he did say that he hated Trump, and that's a fact. So he lies about everything, and I'm not mad at you. You're a good man, but you give the scumbag way, way too much time. Part of the, reason, to- I, part of the reason I keep him on is because I want to address things that he says, you know. But, yeah, but I, I get what you're his, saying. It, it yeah, was, you're playing into his, his, uh, his propaganda. Yeah. You know, he's gonna, but nobody, gonna I don't believe that 
I, be- I don't believe that anybody on, who is a listener on my show who doesn't already believe his lies is falling for his lies. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you have to. I would say that you should try to counter them. That's for what example, I was doing. Uh, although well, I, I, I admit that I do- went too long, probably, quite, quite probably. If it goes 20 minutes, 20, however long, that's too long. But, uh, but part of the reason that I keep them on is that I can't, so that I can counter them. I don't believe it, I don't understand or believe in this stock market stuff. Well, no, but it's a talking point, and the point is, it's only holding. The yeah, and it's a talking point that nobody money. really understands. Well, when I say nobody, normies like Hake, and I think that there are other people like me who don't even understand it. No, I know, but the point is, again, it's a talking point for the left. It's untrue. Now, it's part half-truths. The snake from Phoenix is very big on half-truths. And the thing yeah. is, it is true that the stock market's okay temporarily until Trump takes office. And these are the people in the stock market are telling Trump that. So I believe Trump a lot more than Satan from Phoenix. Yeah. Um, as far as these trials go... This is the left way of putting their political opponents in jail. And the scumbag cheers it on. The real crime is Biden and his crime family. Uh, Hunter Biden is a criminal who didn't show up when subpoenaed, yet he's not facing jail time. The old man, the stinking rotten president that we have, has been, it's been said that the only reason he wasn't charged in his documents case was because he's an old, feeble-minded man. Right, and, and that's what her said, the um, investigator in in uh, Delaware. So he's guilty, but we're not going to try him because he's a feeble-minded man. I've yeah. never heard that in the law. That's I wild. think what her may have been saying was that he couldn't get a fair jury to convict the old devil, and I think that's why her, the man, the prosecutor, chose not to press charges. That doesn't mean Biden wasn't guilty. It means we have a corrupt judicial uh, legal system, which is protecting the old demon. And this is what the far left wants. They want to control the judiciary. They want to control the legislative and the executive branches. Right. And the only thing we've got right now is the court, and they can't be trusted. And we've got, what, a two-man majority in Congress? The only thing that I hope they do, Mike Johnson and company, is stop the aid package as it's written to the Ukraine. Because I think I mentioned this a couple of days ago on your show. There's a poison pill in there that will not allow Trump, hopefully, so hopefully it, huh? our president, to stop that thievery of our money. Yeah. They could impeach him if he tried. It's unconstitutional and it's illegal, but the left are unconstitutional and they're criminals. And that includes the clown that was on your show for 20 minutes because he supports every evil measure that his fellow half-breed put on this country. I'm talking about Obama. See, half-breeds are the biggest haters of whites, and both of these two clowns are, are proof of that. And um, that, sounds, uh, that, that, sounds, that sounds like it would be kind of... I don't know if I'm a... I will, just for the sake of my channel, disavow that statement, man, and uh, only because it sounds so nasty. I, oh, think I know, he, but they are nasty. They, but I know, Obama but you're you're being nasty, nasty back at them. Well, they're doing nasty things. I know they're doing uh, nasty things, but that doesn't mean that you be nasty back at them. You know what I mean? Well, 
Well, yeah, I guess so. But in so this, this, this half-breed stuff, that's not a way to, to treat these people. I get what you're saying. I get that a whole lot of these mixed people get the most anti-white. Yeah, or I know that. Yeah. But, but you, but you talking this way with such vitriol, it's, uh, you're, be, you're being devils, two devils fighting. You're not well, fighting not them really. with light. You have to remember there is a war on whites. I know that. A, that's not a, a reason. War. Right, it's but a that's not. A, it's a spiritual war, and you're falling for the devil spirit. Uh, you're falling well, into the anger. You're o- well, getting overcome with evil. You're not overcoming evil with good. Well, it's it's. I mean, it's more than spiritual because it's actually physical. I know. Just the spiritual I mean, I be- brings the physical, but I the spiritual was, is more important than the physical. If you abandon, if you abandon the spirit of God to to try to attack these people with the spirit of the devil, which is anger and vitriol, um, then and, and I don't mind a, a little half breed word here and there, but it's you're clearly malicious, man, towards uh, these well, people, and that's not right. That's not good for you. Well, look what they're doing to us. But I know, but it's look at you. Because we all know that they're doing evil, but we have to be good. Well, I respect that, but yeah. I, I, I gotta, I gotta tell you this: okay. we're not going to pray our way out of this. We're not going to pray our way out of our genocide. But if you pray without ceasing, if you pray without ceasing, you'll have the good sense to respond and wisely. I do. I do. But you're I not do. responding with good sense. You're responding. You're responding with malice, with fear. You admitted, did you not admit on the, on the American Anger Baby months back that you're afraid about what's happening to the country? Well, sure. Who wouldn't be? But you're not going to pray your way out of this. Not a, not a child of God would not be afraid. Well, what I can, short of taking up arms, what can we, what can I do? What can we do? Pray? No, 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 no. We're talking about, we're talking about fear and anger, not talking about pray, prayer. You're... Well, you're you're give, you're giving me a false dilemma as though we just roll over and be nice and sit dilemma. down and pray. We're under attack. No, I mean no, but we are under attack. That's not I, a false I never, dilemma. I know you're. We're on the same page about that. But my okay, point but is about. Well, part of the solution is overcoming evil with good, and you're not overcoming and evil with good. How do you do that? How do you do that? Not giving in to the the devil in you that's being tempted by the devil in them. So that's not an answer. What do yes, we it do? To it is. Stop? It is an answer. No, but how how is that going to stop um, the black revolution, the black on white war that we see, where whites are the victim? How that's is that that's not this. The answer is that's not your concern. That's not up to you. Well, I don't want to be the next victim. Do you? No, but you're more liable to be the next victim because you fall into a pit of anger and and um, and fear. You're. Your role on Earth is not to stop the destruction of the whites, unless God says it is, but it doesn't seem like that. The, your first role is to seek first the kingdom of God, right, as a Christian? Yes. And yes. how is that, how, how are you uh, being an example of the kingdom of God if you're, if you're falling into um, this anger and darkness towards uh, your enemy instead of loving your enemy? Well, the thing is, uh, anger is... I know you guys like to talk about this. No, 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 I no, think no but... A, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. anger 
is a deflect that, that when you bring up you're just angry and you should be ignored i know you didn't say that mm-hmm. but that's basically what you mean no it anger well anger is part of the human uh makeup there isn't one person on earth who doesn't get angry you could say you don't but nobody's going to believe you everybody has anger because it's part of human nature and when you're and is under human attack, nature good or evil uh it could be both Human nature could be good, and human nature encl- encompasses anger. And ask anybody. I mean, that's a ridiculous, I'm not saying you're ridiculous, but it's a ridiculous notion to say, well, you're angry, so you should be ignored. You're angry, so you're not going to heaven. You're angry, let the blacks burn America down, but if you're angry about it, you're, you're the bad guy. You don't, have a, you don't have a choice but for the blacks to do what they're going to do. You can't stop them. Well, I know that. But so you then you being angry about that about that is no solution. Well, let me tell you. And you, call it, and you calling them half-breeds is no solution. Well, that's what they are. I know, I mean, but, it's, but, not, I know but you're slander. saying, you're saying it, I, I didn't say it was. I said it was said with malice and uh, derision, which you don't say stuff out of malice and derision. Well, as a I mean, Christian, you, know, right? you could choose to take it that way, but... It's no, you, I, no, I'm not talking about taking it that way. It's clear that you are you pretending that you don't have malice and derision when you when you're saying these things. Well, maliciously. I think it, well, I would say that anger is a response. No, no, to no. It, do you have malice and, and derision? Do you evil. have malice yeah. and derision when you're calling them half breed? I don't. I just. I'm just calling them what they are. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's all just—it's just a word game. No, I mean, but it's not just a word game because there's emotion behind it with feeling. It's clear sure that you're—it's clear that you're bi- you're following in the footsteps of them. No, not at all. I'm yeah, you are. Them. They're hating you, and you're hating them back. Well, yeah, I—I I won't deny that. So then, there's but no light in that. Right and a wrong. What, how does that make you? How does that make you better than the pagans? <laughs> I don't know about the pagans. I, I can't. Didn't Jesus say? Didn't Jesus say, "If you only love those who love you, are you, you're no different from the pagans"? Well, I'm not a pagan, uh, as far as that goes. Right, you're not I, a pagan, I, but you're no better than the pagans. Well, I mean, that's your opinion. The problem is with that. It's not my that opinion. He, that's Jesus's statement. Why? Well, well, Jesus didn't call me a pagan. I no, mean, I didn't say he did. I see, he said that you're no better than the pagans if you only love those who love you. Well, I love my race. I love my nation. And if that's a sin, I'm sorry. No, that's trying to... It, not if, if you really did love them, then you would also love your enemy. Well, uh, what do you do with meaning, your enemy? If meaning, your enemy, you catch him, and he's killed people, what, you put him whatever against, you do, right? Whatever you, you do, do whatever you do should be led by the Spirit of God. Okay, so when we put people to death for crimes that they've committed, right? Is God going to condemn those who put this the criminal to death? No. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, but the people so, who put the criminals to death are wielding the sword of justice, and you're exactly. wielding, and we're, you're wielding the sword not of justice but of uh, of malice. And well, I haven't put anybody to death. Spiritually, you are spiritually spiritually you're. Uh, you are uh, 
you are answerable before the Sanhedrin because <laughs> you're angry at your brother. <laughs> well, if they're doing that's evil, from the Bible. I'm it's from Jesus. <laughs> Pardon me. I said that's from the Bible. It's from Jesus, and I never made the claim that I don't have any anger or anything. I'm just saying right, know, we're supposed to, to we're supposed to sharpen one another as Christians. You claim to be a Christian, and I am, and. Uh, you condemn Joe for being a snake and having Satan in him. Well, he's a liar. Right. I've never said I hated him, though. He right, but you liar. clearly do hate him. And well, says so you. Well, you don't hate him? Well, I dislike him. How's that? <laughs> the way he anyway. described his hatred for Trump, he turned it around on you and said, no, I just strongly dislike him, and you accepted it. Which is okay. It's your show. I just, I, I don't accept that. I know that he hates him. He doesn't have, he's not a loving person. He, he hates JLP. He hates Hague. It's a, he's an emotional person. Yeah, I he's know, an, he's a white He's an intellectual. No, I wouldn't give him that much credit. Intellectual is he's not credit. No Anybody that lies. I didn't say he's intelligent. <laughs> I said he's an intellectual. Well, tell me the difference. I don't get it. Okay. I got this from JLP. An intellectual accepts or rejects things, ideas, statements, stuff. An intelligent person neither accepts nor rejects. Hmm. Well, I never and, so, that. I'm not- and so an intellectual is argumentative or overly agreeing or in their imaginations and mind and thoughts and misapplying logic and mis... Uh, misapplying facts, bringing in facts that aren't uh, pertinent, those are intellectuals. Uh, an intelligent person is a man like Chad O. Jackson. I, I don't know if you're familiar with Chad O. Jackson. He's from, no. he, he's this black guy, of all people, I brought up a black guy, I know. Sue me. But he's this black guy who's in Uncle Tom 2, and he's helping make Uncle Tom 3, and he is just even keel the pertinent truth about how MLK was basically a communist atheist right. and, um, and not, not for what's right. And it was, well, civil rights was a scam. That's an intelligent person. Okay, are there any good intellectuals any, anywhere on earth? N- no. Th- there are intellectuals who are, who are uh, some, some are nicer and more for f- fair-minded, I guess, sometimes than others, but I, I don't know about a good intellectual. People should be... It's better to be intelligent than intellectual. Well, this, this black guy that you just mentioned... Yeah, Chad O. Jackson. Yeah, is he an intellectual? I don't think of him as an intellectual. He may be, but I, I've never seen it. I've seen him be intelligent. I have not seen him be intellectual. Well, okay, I, I'll buy that. Yeah. But when you call uh, Fanny Willis's son from Phoenix, when you call him an intellectual, <laughs> yeah. that is actually a compliment that he's not worthy of. <laughs> no, it's not. A, it, I really don't mean it as a compliment. I know that, and I, I know that sometimes it is used as a compliment. But I'm, I'm saying it in a way that is, that I see to be accurate to describe how this guy is in his head, uh, trying to catch JLP in uh, yeah. in minor falsehoods or minor inaccuracies and, exactly. and missing the whole point. Intellectuals, again, intellectuals miss the point. Well, he gives you half-truths. Right. And really, honestly, I'll tell you, hey, I hate facts. to even talk about 
I hate to even talk about this clown. I really do. I hate to waste time on him because you he's can, not worth it. There but is the a there is a there is a love hate relationship with it because you do it almost every time you call in. Well, not the last couple times. Okay, but this call yeah. that he gave today was so ridiculous. I had to respond. Now he right. gives you half truths, and you don't you don't push back. And part of it. Part of it is I. It. Part of it is I'm, I just roll my eyes. I'm. I'm tired of fighting. <laughs> so I'm a beta like you, Mark. Sometimes I get, just get tired of fighting. And some stuff I just don't know, don't care. He's going to say whatever he says about Trump, and it's irrelevant because he's just popping off at the mouth, and it has no consequence into reality. Okay, let me leave you with this. Okay. Any, any person, white or black or whatever, that hates Trump, if you scratch the surface, they're white haters as well. And, they're, and I hope some of these people that are, make comments yeah. when I call your show, I hope they respond to that. And one, oh, this really is my last point. Ash, uh, what's her name? Uh, the lady in the Super Bowl that's girlfriend, Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. I said on your show a couple weeks ago that she was financed by Soros. And some bozo in the co- comment section uh, claimed that there was no fact on that. On Benny, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh yeah, because she's yeah, because somebody in my uh, super chats because she's made so much money off of uh, off of her pop hits and country pop country hits too. But anyway, go ahead. He bought the rights to all of her music, which made her a millionaire. I thought it was some and other he, Jewish guy. And, and no, Soros, from what I saw uh, on maybe. the on the, the Benny Show. You know the Benny Show, the conservative guy. Well, I don't want to promote other stuff. Uh, no, I, I, don't I, know, wanna... I know. I'm just giving you the source, though. He actually showed where Soros uh, bought the rights to all of her music, which made her rich. And uh, but she was rich before. Her. When was this? Well, I don't know when. He has the details. Because was the, it 10, 15 years ago? Because she was making pop hits. She's a pop hit princess. Sure, but he bought the rights to all of her songs, which made her even richer. Okay. And she's left-wing. She was never political before. I, th- I think that some other Jewish guy uh, bought her stuff out from under her, and she didn't really necessarily make money from it, and she didn't have the... Well, whatever. But uh, Well, she even, she even admits in the clip that he played that Soros bought her music. She doesn't deny it, and she does not condemn him. Mm. She's just as evil as he is. And... Uh, you know, he's a liberal and influenced by source. One last thing. Scooter Braun. Pardon me? Scooter Braun is the Jewish guy who bought a bunch of her stuff, and she was not happy about that. Okay. I thought, I thought they should have show She bought it, or he bought it from the record company that owned her stuff and didn't, really didn't give her a chance, and I don't know. I don't keep up with it. I don't care. So he's really, I mean, he really, I mean, um, she was influenced by the left. Oh, that's There's for no sure. She's problem. in the she's in the entertainment world. That's a very liberal world. Well, the country music people were a little different, though. Usually, they're not as liberal as the rest of Hollywood. You know, it's getting more corrupt, public. though. Mark my words. It is. Yep, it is. Last thing, there was a murder over the weekend in New York City. A Negro driving, speeding his car down the street, killed two girls. I don't I don't know what race they were. They looked to be Hispanic or was Arabic. he drunk? No, he was just doing it because he loved. Did he speeding. purposely? He been, okay, so he didn't. Well, no, he he no, didn't purposely run them down, but he was speeding recklessly, and so that yeah. could be counted as murder because you're doing a felony already or something like that. Third maybe. degree, and he's already been charged. So listen to this, and I'll end it here. He went before a black uh, judge, a woman in New York, and for two murders, he got house 
arrest and probation. Mm. Yeah, that's the type of type of justice that will come in this country if they stack the Supreme Court and these leftists are able to um, cram the court with other leftists. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the world we're living in. It's it's a double it's a uh, it's that's why I told Joe that the justice system, I don't believe in the justice system. He called that un-American, but it's quite clear they selectively enforce the laws and the punishments. Thank you, Mark, in sure. Los Angeles. Take care, man. God bless. Bye. You too. Bye. John in Kentucky is on the line. I know that we've blown through the break. I have, I'll get to the music sometime. Joe in Kentucky, John in Kentucky. Kentucky John, you're live. Man, I wanted to talk to Mark, man. Oh. I had questions, man. I had questions. Rattle off your questions. Well, I just want to know why he lets the topic of black people consume his entire mind. And what does he want done about it? Because it is what it is now. So yeah. does he spend his day every day just calling and complaining about blacks? Like, I don't see the point in it. Well, I mean, he talks about whites who are white haters. And he talks about probably some Jewish people too, Soros. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's a whole lot of black crime, but it's, it's not right. It's not good for any person, no matter what the blacks are doing, to uh, get inwardly troubled by that, the hell on the outside. But hey, you know what, man? Yeah. All the problems that go on in not only is not the United States, but the world, I don't pinpoint... Uh, white people, you know, nice. you guys pinpoint us. Like I, I, I honestly, clearly look at every situation and point the blame where it, it's supposed to go. Right. I don't, I don't have like I, I don't, I don't just do like y'all do every single day. Black this, black that, black this. You wouldn't have a show if you couldn't say the word black. You wouldn't even have a show. You know that? Shout out to the blacks. Thank you, blacks. Very entertaining. Help You're my welcome. show. Yeah. But, give, us, uh, give us some reparations then for, for that. No, your reparations is my attention. <laughs> or whatever. Because <laughs> reparations, come on, that doesn't even make sense. But uh, Man, I wanted to talk to Mark, man. You know how Mark, like, you can ask him one question, he'll get fired up and act like a little teenage kid. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to hear that so bad. That's why I was calling him. But that's not good. You don't want to, like, this is partly what I was talking about. Like, you don't want to provoke somebody and, and watch them pop off and act out. That's what your job and Jesse's job is. You no, got No, this is and my point. Like you, him. you are so sensitive to the black issue. You think <laughs> that we, you think that we talk about it all the time. And honestly, I don't. I, t- I talked about that woman. I talked about the anti-vaxxers. I talk about the flat earthers. You know, I just tuned in. I just tuned in. But you know me. I talk about all kinds of people and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, blacks yeah, are but, entertaining. But they do a, a lot of. S- things some some okay a whole lot not great <laughs> i was just about to say that mark is entertaining that's why i want oh, to see nice. if, yeah if, if i ask him one question would he just go crazy isn't it kind of refreshing that's- though to hear uh, a white man speak his mind even if he has malice in it it's isn't it just like <sighs> nice to hear a, a man nah, speak man, what he I could feels. care less. I could care less, man. I, I don't look up to y'all like y'all do. No, I'm not saying look up to us, but isn't it ir- obnoxious seeing people tiptoe and kiss up? Uh, I mean, people can be honest. People can be honest. Yeah, it's better to they be. do it in a certain way. Yeah. I mean, I don't see him as necessarily honest, but it's just he... I don't see him as dishonest. I just see him as oh, yeah, uh, he uh, angry. Dishonest. He's angry. 
Who, Mark? Dishonest? Uh, What's dishonest about Mark? I think people's bias can make them dishonest because they all go against uh, the truth and I'm trying to articulate it right. No, I... They'll go... I'm hearing it. Oh, shit, I can't do it. I don't know. No, I'm with you. uh, I'm with you on that. People's people's hang-ups, because he has a hang-up that's uh, an anger about a situation, and that can... Uh, make him not want to look at or see or acknowledge things about himself and other things like that. Hey, and also I was going to ask him a simple question because you know how he always talks about white people having a higher IQ. Oh, uh-huh. you can answer this question. You can answer this question that I asked you before. What color is your skin? It is uh, white. There is some pink in there, I admit. Uh, yellow, orange, brownish, tan, peach, greenish. So who's really bluish? Who's really the color person, Hank? Uh, m- you. Me. You just named about ten colors. <laughs> yeah. You just named about ten colors. So really, you're the color person. We're uh, just brown. No, so you're not black. just. No, well, you're you're black, but brown. brown is Hispanic. No, no, no. We're brown. We're, we're brown. I'm not black. Well, we're color brown. color wise, yeah. But when we're talking about the race, it's the black race. It's nothing wrong with black. Black is cool. Yeah, yeah. But, but sp- I just black, want to show y'all how but, stupid, how on. stupid white people can be to think their skin is white. Oh no, like, that's dumb. I'm, but uh, we're not thinking that. You, you really are. think that we think that? Yeah. No, sure. then how come I went for the peach crayon when I was in kindergarten? Well, I, you think well, you're teaching your me something that I already knew in kindergarten. <laughs> what? Your, your answer should have been pink. I'm a pink Peach. Guy. No, no, I what? said peach, not no, pink. pink. No. Like a pig. You, got, you have the same color skin as a pig. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. You get mature, eh? <laughs> Wait. You called me pink like a pig, and I snort like a pig, yeah, and you call hey, me immature? It is what it is. <laughs> hey, man, I'm, call, I'm calling back tomorrow with Mark on the phone. I just want to ask him a question. I'm not going okay. to be like mean or anything like that. I just want to see how he responds to a black man. Asking him questions. All right. Well, good to hear from you, John, in Kentucky. All Take right. care. All right. Bye. Yeah. Aaron of Aaron C. is on the line here. Oops. Oh, I hung up on uh, Jaime. Call back, Jaime. Of Aaron C. Aaron in Utah. What's up, man? I don't really have much. I, I was just hopping on to try to counter. Uh, is that a, is that a thing we can do on this show? Is hop on to try well, to if somebody said a statement, sometimes I yeah. As, as the spirit leads, I may I may go into that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, okay, because I was just gonna just deal with that last caller. I mean, pretty much that mentality that he has. Pretty much, I would say the average mentality of the average American um, black. Um, you know, they simply just expect you to just kind of bow down and you know try to you know they want want you to be schooled by them you know on uh, some of these points that make no sense and he was mentioning reparations and it's like dude you already got your reparations i know good. And, uh, and there was nothing I'm to repair there was nothing to repair it was well, not the this thing is, like, it, in my opinion there the was nothing to repair breakdown, if you look at the welfare state if you look at how much money disproportionately i mean I've lived in several major cities, and uh, one comes to mind in particular, especially Baltimore. You know, if you drive through the hood during the middle of the day, especially on a summer day, everyone's out chilling on that stoop. I mean, we're talking, you know, about cities where like half the people aren't even working. 
you know, but they're somehow being sustained. And it's like, dude, you get to live in this paradise. Even our yeah. country's poorest people are the world's richest poor people. And um, so yeah, reparations they live better than out. kings. I feel like they live better than me, Hake, personally. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I got I on a physical level. Spiritually, they're they're miserable and they're they cannot appreciate and enjoy it. Um, but and That's also, true, but I mean, haven't you have you seen? I feel like I've seen this like chart or table showing the the net cost of a of a black is something like three quarters of a million dollars to the uh, society, whereas the net uh, benefit of a of a white contribution of a white is like a quarter million dollars, something like that, or seven hundred fifty thousand. I don't know. There's but. Uh, you know, you know how people produce value or drain value on society. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Are they going to repair us for that? They're not repairing. That's, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and reparations has been paid. If you and, and the reason why again is because there's an extremely large in the hood. The average hood cat gets an SSI check. Um, you know, the state that I'm in, you know, it's it's very, uh, you know, it's pretty white. And uh, there's you, you don't run into anyone that's not employed here. I mean, that's just not a thing. Everybody yeah. here is working. It's it's our mantra. You know what I mean? The beehive state. You are a worker bee. Right. Uh, the only un- the, work the, only, the only unemployed people. The only unemployed people around. Um, they might be in my state. Of course, they're going to be the Native Americans who are truly lazy, who truly just sit back mm, yeah. uh, and, and just watch TV and collect that bread. And that's so um, destructive but, to them. It's no wonder that oh, man. It's bad. And, and, and here's the breakdown. I had some American so, Indian. I had some American Indian neighbors. I've told this story many times. These, uh, it was two boys, and they were kind of fatter, and they were grown like men, basically. And they were in the. They were getting the money, right? The Indian money, casino money, or something. But then they got kicked out of their tribe, and then they had to go to work. Their lives improved. They started working, and they became. Uh, th- their lives improved. So. That's that welfare stuff is evil. Dude, Native Americans, I'm telling you, they got it made. I mean, are we not the most generous conquerors, my brother? I mean, <laughs> I they know. got it. You know, you know, the Palms Casino in Vegas. The Palms Casino in Vegas is owned by a group of 200 Native Americans, a very small tribe. Yeah, 200 people splitting the money from the Palms Casino. Right. That their 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 top two floors to to rent is the most expensive hotel room in the world at 78 grand a night, something like that. And, I mean, these people are just caking. But, you know, the best way you can break it down, Hake, is um, you take a state like mine, you look at these, you know, predominantly Caucasian states, we give way more in tax money than we receive. You know what I mean? We contribute to this country. And, yeah, I mean, that is the reparations. They have to understand that that's it. Do you think that they were even wronged in the first place by slavery? Yeah, I'm not, listen, I'm not, as a nationalist, I'm not one of these people that's just like, oh, they don't deserve, you know, they don't deserve nothing, this ain't their country, they need to go back to Africa. I'm definitely not one of those people. Right. Uh, you know, but, they, but they every... unfortunately were taken over here as slaves, right. and they, 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 this, this country's just as much theirs as it is mine. I'll easily proclaim that. They've been here for a couple hundred years, yeah. uh, without a doubt. So I'm not, but I'm how not about, on that. Put but that, but should they, do, should, do they, is, who should... Should they get reparations from slavery? Like, slavery, does slavery, is slavery a wrong that they should have gotten reparations for it? Unless there's, like, really specific examples that can maybe trace back, but on a whole, I, I would say no. I yeah. mean, but again, I still do, I still do try to see things from their point of view. Hey, again, 
you know, they, they, they were enslaved for a while. They, they have, there's a massive identity issue, um, because, you know, they were given our last names, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there, there is some, there, there is a, there is a, a struggle that I, I would say I can't just ignore it. I, I gotta be fair. I gotta observe both sides. My, but as far as the reparations, you know, but, um, my thing on, uh, their identity issue. Your identity is more immediately gotten from your own parents than from your broader race and culture. Um, so if your parents are together and moral, upright people, that's more important to your well-being and your sense of confidence and your, uh, well, your, your, your ability to succeed in life as a normal human being than uh, identifying with the race. But blacks have forsaken having married fathers and mothers and being true Christians. They're phony Christians. And so they're trying to skip the family thing and join, go right straight to the race thing as their brotherhood, as their family. Well, I agree with you that you know parenting can have a profound effect. However, um, I couldn't ignore the racial thing a hundred percent. Are you telling me that you 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 don't think it's um, you think it's just as easy for the average uh, Somali uh, young man coming up, you know, as far as being prideful, et cetera, compared to the average like let's say Norwegian or Japanese person? I mean, coming from a culture that's you know achieved a lot, you know, et cetera. You don't you don't think there's a little bit of maybe maybe a challenge there. If I was an aborigine from Australia, right. I would really struggle because it's like, man, my people have just gotten annihilated. Uh, we haven't accomplished anything. I'm not really proud of who I am, you know, and I, and I think that that plays a role. Uh, and if you look at a lot of them, um, you know, pro-black leaders now, especially one in particular named Tariq Nasheed, he's just making a bunch of stuff up. Right. I mean, he's, he's saying that blacks literally invented everything. And <laughs> I white know. just literally stole it all. You know, we literally that's, just stole that. That's an example of what I'm talking about. Last minute. That's an yeah, example yeah, of so what I'm so talking so about, uh, identifying with people who, who uh, were before you who may or may not have done anything good, and, and rather than uh, being a responsible... Like, back in the slavery days, Up From Slavery, the book by uh, Booker T. Washington, he encouraged black Americans to make men, especially, to work, learn skills, make themselves useful in the world so that they could uh, function well and do okay in life, then you don't necessarily have to look to some uh, effeminate attachment to a racial identity. Because that's sort of a woman thing to be all team, team this or team that. It's, there, is some, there is some truth to it. And of course, different cultures... Uh, develop better practices for themselves, uh, clearly. But, uh... Yeah, I just see it as how it could be a challenge. We all live in the United States now, and it should all just be Team USA. Uh, and again, it's just as much their country is, is, is mine, without a doubt. I can, you know, say that without hesitation. Um, but they just don't seem to view it that way, and I'm kind of... Right. I'm kind but of what getting, does that mean, I'm it's their get, country as much as yours? What does that mean? I mean, it's both of our countries. They, they've been here. I mean... They, uh, you know, they, they help contribute to some industries, uh, 
you know, they, they, they helped along the way without a doubt. I mean, and, and even if they didn't, let's pretend they were just lazy and did nothing. They've still been here for a few hundred years. I would definitely say that qualifies as a yeah, I don't, your I, country. I don't see black Americans, American blacks, as foreigners, although they have a complete, they've devolved into this completely different yeah. and more corrupt culture. Yeah. But I don't and see I don't them as foreigners that are. should be kicked out necessarily. Uh, I, if they yeah, want to go to Africa, I'm glad to, if they leave because they're ingrates, many of them. But I, I think if a separation were to occur, I could just have. Well, we live on a massive landmass here. This landmass yeah. is absolutely humongous. So, you know, if anything were to happen, you know, with, with separation, that there's no need you know, for them to go back. But there's just something I noticed, man, and that is just that I'm under the understanding now, the impression that um, they're simply just never going to see. Yeah, this I mean, the, the devil's, the devil's busy in their yeah. minds. Aaron, yeah. it's fun talking with you, man. I appreciate you. I got to run. Yep, take it easy. All right, you too. Bye. I had hung up on Jaime in Minnesota here. Jaime, thank you for calling and calling back. What's up? Hey, how's, how's it going, Hank? Hey, going well. Hey, uh, I just had a few comments on, on Mark and Joe, and uh, it's the, the anger is blinding them from... Uh, being able to to do what's right. Yeah, uh, I got that when Mark was saying, "What are you supposed to do? What are we supposed to do?" You know? Right. It's well, he can't see what's you, right like in you, front of him. Yeah, the, I was commenting on his spirit, and he was commenting on on courses of action that none of us know. It's like he's going into his imagination rather than dealing with with uh, the point. Right. Yeah, and it's the same with with Joe. Uh, anger's blocking him, you know, his vision. Yeah. He, he can't see. Fear, right too. Uh, but uh, I, I noticed, and I think, uh, Joe, I said this before, that anger's a good thing. Anger's a natural thing. And uh, Mark said that today, too. And, right. Uh, it made me think about how evolution and how it's made its way into Christianity. Okay. And it's uh, it's... Because I've heard this from other Christians too. Anger, anger helps, or anger. We're we're supposed to be angry. Yeah, I, and, uh, my uh, previous caller had told me in a di- in a in a call like a week or two ago that anger is what drives you to action to defend right. yourself and stuff like that. Yeah, that might have uh, helped me uh, learn about this. Is that evolution's made its way into Christianity? Because that's not true. That's uh, God did not make us to be angry. Explain what That's, you mean by evolution has made its way into Christianity. Well, uh, they they say, you know, uh, that uh, creatures they they started from a a thing, and then they uh, evolved to become a, a bigger thing. And the way that it was decided was if they had a, a better method. Of growing or, or uh, eating or eating or so anger was used. Were able to, anger was used in evolution, like the fight or flight response. Is that what? Right. But fight so or flight somebody, response is different from anger. So if somebody did something out of anger, yeah, you know, or uh, one of the monkeys did it out of anger, then they got to survive. Oh, you know, and then uh, that it the, these things evolved. Yeah. And uh, it makes me think that the the Christians think that evolution. Oh, that the fact that it exists means it must be evolutionarily beneficial for the human being. 
Right. The fact that the person, the fact that there are so-called gay people means that it maybe it was for, uh, so we didn't overpopulate or something. I've heard people speculate. <laughs> right, and it's uh, the speculation. Yeah. Is, uh, the, instead of just uh, believing in the Bible or those basics, those axioms, those truths, Yeah. they've added, they've heard from other people like Marxists and uh, communists and these other ideas and added it to Christianity yeah. and then uh, taught it. Right. Very true. And people have swallowed feminism without knowing it, this fake notion of equality without knowing it, which might have been partly f- poisoned by the, some of the founders who said all men are created equal. I don't, I, yeah. I don't know if that's meant to be the way that they're using it. But, yeah, uh, and, people uh, get into their imaginations about Jesus and call Jesus angry. They think that Jesus they, was angry like they're angry. <laughs> I, I've heard uh, things like uh, Jesus was the first feminist or Jesus was... Oh, yeah. Or, or a or socialist. right. Yeah. And, and this kind of thing. And it, it sounded so... Well, anyways, what I'm saying is uh, the pot has been mixed. The, the well has been poisoned, and it's time to come out of that. You yeah. Know, that, that fake idea of what Christianity is. And the only way people are going to do that is uh, by getting rid of the anger. And Mark sounds like he doesn't Take want to Take every thought rid of it. captive. Right, but he has to. Otherwise, yeah. he's not going to... He's not going to... Well, I don't know. That's just what I, I thought of this past week and with this conversation with Mark. And, yeah, I noticed when I brought that up, he brought up something else, or he brought up what they're doing. But no, right. it's about you. And it's this never ridic- about him. This is ridiculously churchy, says... Uh, Arslan Sutanbekov. That's what I I noticed today, too, is he wanted to build an army, too. Uh, Oh, Look at what they're doing. Come on, join. Yeah. Go again. They're the same. Yeah. Either person that you go with, you you pick the wrong choice. Uh, Yeah. Jesus was manly, not emotional angry. You know what I mean? Charlie Church saying when he whipped the money changers, he was happy. (laughs) I think that might be sarcastic. When I think about uh, Jesus whipping the money changers, I think about a father disciplining their child for their own good. Yep. You know, it says in there in the Bible, fathers don't spare the rod. These people get into, these people, Christians even, get into their imaginations about uh, overcome anger. And they think that they put all project all kinds of insane false false dilemmas about about anger and about uh, passivism pacifism or passivity being passive all kinds of stuff that they're just in their heads that's called being intellectual and not being calm and seeing the truth they're they're rejecting and accepting all kinds of things rather than neither accepting nor rejecting. Yeah. And, and, uh, and they're, both, they're both entertaining, and uh, they really show good examples of what uh, JLP talks about. Yeah, very true. Joe is an example of the blacks we're talking about, <laughs> but he doesn't see it. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's why I enjoy listening to those guys, is I, I see what... what uh, what JLP was talking about there, I see that. Yeah. 
So that's all I had to say. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, hi, man. Yeah, ha- have a good one. You too. Bye. My goodness. Let's see if I can squeeze one or two more in here. Alex in California, thank you for calling and holding there. What's up, man? Uh, hey, man, it's actually... Uh, oh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Alex in Massachusetts, not California. Yeah, no worries, man. What's uh, up? Um, yeah, dude. That, uh, I guess there's a couple callers back now. When he, when he made that comment about... Well, first he made that comment about pigs. John from Kentucky said, you're pink like a pig. Hey, you're not right. white. You're not white-skinned. Yeah, like an animal, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, I went, <laughs> and he called well, me, and then he I called mean, me immature. You have to get pulled into that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, 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 was, it was crazy because I, I noticed he made the statement. He goes, hey, you actually think you're the color white. Right. And... It dawned on me that's the disconnect. Um, I don't think, perhaps there's a few out there, um, but quote-unquote black people, I feel uncomfortable talking about color at this point, at the stage I'm in in my life, but um, they just won't believe that uh, white people, as they like to call them, uh, do not think of themselves as a color. Now, I know there's a lot of right. quote-unquote white people, you know, in the past year, a couple of years or so, trying to make some kind of movement out of the defense because they're afraid, um, trying to assert some kind of color where they didn't have that before. They're just feeling pressured to say, oh, my uh, whiteness or whatever like that is is great or something like that, where it's silly. We don't think of ourselves en masse by our color. Right. And black people will not understand that, quote-unquote black people, until they become born again and they can see what's going on. They just won't believe it. And that's the disconnect. They do not, they simply do not believe that we don't think about color yeah. in our identity. They're projecting they the way that they think onto on and imagining that we're thinking that the way that they're thinking and the way that we're they also think that we're thinking what they think that we're thinking, which is it's this crazy game. Just totally yeah. in their imaginations. Yeah. So quite common, by the way, man. You know, I'm gonna have to end in about common. a minute here, so wrap up with your point. Go ahead. Well, and it's just, I know it's driving a lot of quote-unquote white people crazy because it's like, why won't they believe us? How do we communicate, you know? And it's just, I mean, at a certain point, it's just like, they just, they can't see. They, yeah. they literally cannot see. Yeah, it's true. Great call, Alex, in Massachusetts, and great point, man. Yeah, I'm sorry it. to cut you short. Well, I'm not sorry, no, but good, pardon man. me for cutting you short. I gotta go. I pick a time near the break. That's all right, man. All right, thank you very much. All right, thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Uh, Mr. Pink in California wanted to comment on Bukele and crypto. Bukele being the guy from Salvador. Rick in Hampton, Virginia. Cannot get to your calls in Super Chatters. I cannot get to you. It's Stephen Wiley Wednesday. This is called Why I Rap. Catch Joel Friday next. Bye.
Adios, America. Joel Friday next.